Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 12th day of September. I'm your host, Paul White. We're starting a brand new week, and we are concluding our audio journey through Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. And today I backtrack just a few seconds so that we can pick up the thought from where we were yesterday. This will take us on out to the end of the book, the end of the chapter. And I'll jump back in here at the end and give you a greeting and a uh, little, uh, little, little goodbye for the day. So here it is, the conclusion of Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul. Grace teaches us to deny ungodliness. When we pour in the grace of God, it teaches us that we are not who we used to be. Only grace teaches us that we are no longer righteous Saul. We are righteous Paul. As is obvious of all sons, there is responsibility with liberty. A son with no responsibility is no less a son, though he may be less effective in ruling his kingdom. We cannot counterbalance grace with performance, but we do need to continue to look at the performance that should be coming out of grace. Speaking to believers as if their performance will cost them their identity is to preach an old covenant antichrist message. That group will leave the church building with a Saul identity. Speaking to believers that their identity should produce an heir that rules the kingdom properly is the way to orient God's children in a world trembling for them to manifest themselves. Romans 8.19 These leave the building with a Paul identity and a mandate to make the world around them a little less terrible. If you've never placed your faith in Christ... I think the greatest message you could hear would be about God's people being released into freedom through a man named Jesus and the gift of His grace. The opportunity is in front of you to recognize His death as your own. 2 Corinthians 5, verses 14 and 15, For the love of Christ compels us, because we judge thus, that if one died for all, then all died. And He died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for Him who died for them and rose again. I make a conclusion about you today, even if you know nothing about Jesus. Your death happened 2,000 years ago in a place called Calvary. Perhaps you have never heard of the possibility of a resurrected reality. You may have been working yourself to death through your performance and your works, hoping you tip the final balance from your bad deeds to your good. Or maybe you believe in God's grace, but you view the Christian life as one of constant death and purging. In any case... I believe the perfect tense finished work of Jesus is in your past, can be yours in the present, and can assure you of eternal hope. But it really doesn't matter that I believe it for you. One of my favorite moments in the Gospels is found in Matthew 9. A woman with a bleeding issue reached through a crowd surrounding Jesus and touched the hem of his garment. She reached out in faith knowing that she was ceremonially unclean and should not be touching anyone in her condition. But in her desperation... She saw hope in the man Jesus. If he is what they say he is, then her uncleanness is not too great for his ability. She was instantly healed of the bleeding and shrank away from Jesus in awe, hoping to get lost in the crowd. Jesus won't have it. He wants her to know that her healing was received on faith terms and not stolen. He also wants her to go away healed, but with information. He turns to her and says, Daughter, Your faith has made you whole, Mark 5.34. That is the first time in the Gospels that Jesus ever calls anyone daughter. By addressing her as daughter, was Jesus encouraging law-breaking? I don't think so. 
Rather, I think it encourages us to break free from whatever law leads to death and to identify ourselves as sons and daughters of God. If we unleash everyone into their liberty, some people are going to admittedly run like crazy. That is the inevitable response of newly freed people. They've been faking it till they make it for so long that once they realize they are free to run into another yard, they're going to try to eat out of someone else's feed dish. Well, that may happen, but don't worry about it. Release people. People will come home to where the food is. Just like the younger son, they will come back saying, I tried all the other junk, I've slopped the hogs, and I'm ready to come home to be a servant. Just as Jesus would have none of the woman shrinking away, your father will have none of your servant talk. He interrupts his son to declare that he is still a son and that there's a robe and shoes and a ring and food and a party all available to him. Also, there's no speech about the pig pen, either what happened there or threats against future hog slopping. His acceptance of the younger son is his invitation to the older son and to all of us. You are no servant here. You are still a son. Here are your shoes, your ring, and your robe. We'll kill the fatted calf to celebrate. Don't come home and serve me. Come home and love me, because I've always loved you, and all that I have is yours. Well, what an ending. There it is. At the time of this recording, I'm several weeks out ahead of where you are. Um, I guess that would mean I'm behind you on the calendar, because I took advantage of the fact that I didn't have to prepare every day something, and so there would be days where I would just put chunks of this thing together, where we would just do seven or eight podcasts, where all I had to do was intros and outros, and no real content, just laying down these audio tracks, and so this put me way out ahead. So as the, at the time that I'm putting this podcast together for your 12th day of September, I have not landed on where I am going on what will be the 13th day of September. Now, in my world, I have weeks until the 13th day of September. But by the time I am ready, uh, by the time uh, we get there, we will have, uh, of course, um, landed somewhere and uh, be going full speed ahead. So just in full disclosure, I don't know yet, but by the time we do know, uh, we'll have plenty of time to record way out in advance, and it'll show up tomorrow. So we'll jump through time sort of together as we get started on tomorrow's podcast. And I am excited in the interim to see where the Lord takes us on the next step for the DDP. Here's what we do know. We will be back tomorrow, and we will be starting something new on the 13th day of September. And I hope you will join us as we do exactly that. Oh, by the way, all of Chapter 6 from Righteous Saul versus Righteous Paul, the MP3 file of that, Uncut is now available at the additional content page at paulwhiteministries.com. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.